and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast, where one of the hosts on every vacation he goes on will recover from a hangover by finding the closest bowling alley, noting when it opens, usually about 11, 1130. He'll go have a nice big breakfast, and then he'll go work through his hangover with a pitcher of flat, warm bowling alley beer. And uh, roll some frames to get himself back on the right track. It is the Never Words Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown. Joined, as always, by my brother and Pete Weber enthusiast, Tim Brown. I mean, I don't think there's a better way to beat a hangover. You know, you got a nice heavy breakfast sitting in there. And then you just crush pins. Yeah. For probably about two hours, you're going through. Three to four pitchers, and like you said, it's flat, it's warm. And at the end of every pitcher, it's not even enjoyable. No, you're just doing it to because you paid for it at this. You paid for, yeah. When we did it in Charleston, man, that was sweaty. They didn't have AC. They didn't have AC, and talk about beer getting warm and flat quickly. That was. That's probably the hottest I've ever bowled in. To be honest, usually bowling alleys are air conditioned. Yeah. So we've been to, surprisingly enough, we've been to that bowling alley twice, two separate occasions. That's not, me, that's, what, supri- that's not that surprising to me. You would, it, that we've been to a bowling alley in South Carolina twice more than we've been to a bowling alley together in the state of New Hampshire where we live. Yeah. You don't like to bowl anymore. I mean, uh, that's, I've never been invited bowling while we've lived in the state by you well carry on there's a nice bowling alley in raymond great bar attached cork and keg great food they get their chicken nuggets straight from mcdonald's (laughs) not a word of a lie i ordered me and jack were there we ordered both of our children two of the three members of the never words broadcasting network uh were there we ordered both of our children chicken nuggets and they were straight up the bowling alley is right next to a mcdonald's they were mcdonald's chicken nuggets so was it what a buck we got up than... yeah we got up charged hard Prob- on a 20 what? piece three three bucks probably i don't know i mean they bought a 20 piece and gave each kid 10 yeah well tim whatever works they don't have a tag on them that says not for resale and I'll tell you what, they were good. Jack was all bent out of shape about it, but I was like, I feel like we scored because <laughs> McDonald's nuggets are delicious and he's not eating 10 of them. This is a crown. This is a, a, a bell. Aren't they, yeah. aren't they supposed to be shapes? Well, Tim. No. Yeah, I think each one, look it up. Each one's supposed to be a shape. I think there's four shapes. I think it's like star, bell, crown, and... Are you talking about the Christmas cookies? No. No, they that they same idea though. Have you uh side note, have you ever seen The Founder? No. Uh Michael Keaton, great actor, just a phenomenal actor. But it's about the guy he's that, really good in uh that the other guys Christmas movie. Where he's a snowman. Jack Frost. Yeah, saddest movie going. I don't I don't I didn't expect you to go that way. Anyways, it's about him. He plays the guy that basically stole the McDonald's franchise. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it's with uh, it Ryan from The Office. Yeah. 
So, Tim, we are going to again go in reverse here. Although there was some major NFL news today, we're still going to stick with the NBA playoffs and the, the Celtics. But it is. Don't look it up. I want to tell you. I want your live reaction. Seriously, don't look it up. I want your okay. live reaction I, on there. Um, right. So the Celtics have played four games against the Hawks. And due to Scott Foster and gang, there will be a game five uh, Tuesday night. We uh, the They rolled, as we mentioned in the last episode, in the first game. One by 13 in the second game. All of a sudden, they get to Atlanta. And the X factor of the Celtics, Derek White, uh, has five fouls and can barely play. And then game four, they just they let the Hawks hang around, but it never seemed like it was out of hand. I kind of disagree. The <clears throat> that was a good win for them. Like the for Hawks the played for the Celtics. Yeah. The, that, well, the I never Hawks said that they good. rolled. I'm saying they never. They it got. It got down to five, but I never felt like the Hawks were then going to hit two threes, and all of a sudden it was the Hawks were up. Oh, I I was sweating. I was sweating it because they have blown that game all season long. True, but... Well, not all season long. They blew that game in the second half of the season. Yes. My feeling was when push, push comes to shove, White, Brogdon... Tatum and Brown can get to the rim. That's the and difference. And you know what's weird series. is that was the lineup at the end of the game. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Look at Clayton. Maybe <laughs> maybe Joe Missoula is one of our 20 listeners, but. Well, he uh, wouldn't have. Uh, nobody responded in my text. He should have called the timeout. But we'll, we can talk more uh, about the game. I was working and I had to um, watch a little later. Normally would have been able to watch on time, but we have big problems with a customer. You know, I won't get to nitty gritty. So sure. I just couldn't. But yes, they went on a roll there and I timed it with where your, your text came in. I was like, for sure. You know, the let them play through it when you're 23 and five is cool. The let them play through it when you're like, let's not get back to Boston tied up here. Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and be up 3-1. And they were... they. Blew like a fifteen point lead. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I don't. It was don't the run get, thing again. And you had he had six timeouts. He uh, maybe they were saying, "Don't worry, we got it." But no, that's crazy. They didn't have it. If you watch, I've started to notice this. It's actually like kind of crazy, and this shows how good coaching and players are in the NBA. When teams call a timeout from a run. They always get an open shot. They have, yeah, they have specific plays to come out of a run to get someone a shot where they can make that shot. And which ends the said run. Exactly. And even the timeout just slows the momentum. Right. Especially when you're away and the crowd is involved. Like yeah. it slows them down. Like, oh, it's a, timeout they're going to go to commercial all right maybe five percent of the fans go take a piss get a beer you know just it just slows the momentum of everything down the building was on fire when that run was happening yeah and they were just like yep and then the celtics just kept turning it over and it was there were dunks alley-oops threes and it was like what are we doing 
You haven't used one of your timeouts yet in this half. Yeah. And then they, but they, they weathered it. And I, and I think the biggest reason was Rob Williams was a monster. Yeah. He had 15 rebounds and I mean, I could pull up the exact number, but my guess was 33 blocks. Yeah, that was probably 33. Um, Tatum too, defensively. Yeah. It was wild. Tatum's blocks were wild last night. Because it was that same sequence that we're talking about. And I was watching it and I was like, this is the offense A, I hate. Mm-hmm. And B, this is the Tatum I hate. He took a contested three, then a three with 15 seconds left, missed both, and then the next... And on that three, he was open, but they did a... They picked it, like Jalen Brown set a screen, uh, Tatum came around it, and was open. But Jalen Brown was wide open underneath the hoop. Mm -hmm. And he didn't pass it, missed, and then got the ball back, and went down. He charged into four guys, missed the layup, and complained about a foul. And I was just like, this is the Tatum I hate. Yeah, he's four from 13 from three, but at the same time, 11 for 12 from the free throw line. So he had... And he scored, and he won the, you know, Tatum won the game, essentially. Like, Brown kept him in it, but Tatum had 14 points in the fourth quarter, or 15. Yeah, but the... The Jalen Brown aggressiveness in that third and fourth beginning of the fourth quarter where he was just like, you're just, there's no human being on this team that can stop me when I get a full head of steam. And back-to-back plays in the fourth quarter, he just got to the hoop and did two perfect dump-offs to Rob Williams. For I wrote it right here. The Rob Williams dump-off dunks, layups yeah. are, that's the... Like outside of his defense, it's just candy. Yeah. And he, he was, uh, let's see. I pulled it up here. Yeah. He had six free throw attempts. He had zero going into that game. He was, he was just overall a monster last night. And this is why when healthy, they're just a different team. 13 points, 15 rebounds. It only gave him credit for two blocks. But he can, that it should have been more. Even if not that actually... Tatum block where the ball was like, it was a floater. I, yeah. I could not get over it. Yeah. It was on Trey young. And I was, was pissed too. Cause I was like, God, Trae I'm young so mad at Tatum right now. Yeah. I'm so mad at Tatum right now, but Jesus Christ, what a block. Yeah. Yeah. It's the old, uh, Ron Burgundy. My God, do I hate you? But do I respect you? <laughs> that was, that's what that was. Um, that offense, or that lineup, I should say, where it's White, Brogdon, Brown, Tatum, Williams, is just... Because well, Williams it's... is fast enough and big enough. Like, Yeah, obviously, Embiid would give him trouble, but that's it. It was so it's... athletic. And that's the thing, is the least athletic person in that lineup is Brogdon, who just won the sixth man of the year. And is an incredible defender. And it whatever slight drop in athleticism he has, he is so basketball smart. He gets to the right spot every time. Yeah. It and 
I don't know why it took game four of the play, you know, the first round of the playoffs to play that lineup, but I at least they're fucking doing it. I think they had played it. It just was, there hadn't been like crunch time really. So now Williams was hurt and Brogdon, I think was banged up at one point. Like, well, and then game three, white was in foul trouble. He had just had to come out of the game. It was. I just don't know any. You look at any closing five left. Any closing five in the playoffs. Like. Who is better than that? Like. There's teams that are bigger. But they can't keep like. Robert Williams can keep up with AD. To a point. Like yeah, we're saying then, the Lakers and like Tatum and Brown on LeBron, like because I'm just picking a big team because that's a small lineup. Like they're well, a bigger team. Yeah, but you also have to fact. I mean, in all of the playoffs left, yeah, Aiton, KD, Booker, Chris Paul, and insert fifth guy. That's Chris Paul's small and not a defender, but Aiton and Durant yeah. are pretty good. I mean, Aiton, yeah, but Tatum, Aiton Tatum could on... be better. But I'm just saying, size-wise, those are two monsters. Tatum just, on Durant, I think. Tatum on Durant, fine. and then I don't think, like, well, Williams, Rob Williams' defense versus Aiton's offense, I would take Williams. You're Well, you're getting the benefit of... Because he's not physical. Being able to have Rob Williams come off Aiton, if that's a lineup. Yeah, and I just don't think... Aiton's physical, like him, I'd be more worried about Embiid because well, Embiid's yeah, the, gonna body Williams. The only, the only true if healthy lineup would be Lopez and Giannis with Lopez, Middleton and Drew Holiday, yeah. Holiday and Bobby Portis. Yeah, that's or I mean, yeah, I I don't think Grayson Allen. Would get that crunch time. I don't know their rotation by heart, but I'm just saying. But I mean, but I mean that will lead us right into what we want to talk about next. Wait. Oh, sorry. What'd you have? Want before we finish up the Celtics? Uh, we wanted to talk about Trey Young, but before oh, we talk just... about Trey Young, yeah, go ahead. Brogdon is just the biggest difference yeah. in the team. From last year to this year. Him, I'd say him, well, yes. And Derek White. Well, yes. So I was going to, yeah. I was going to say both of them. But Brogdon, yes, because he just won the sixth man. You know, I mean, it was shitty. What was it? Friday night. They lost and it was foul trouble. But if Smart or White, one of those guys gets into foul trouble or is like a little banged up or whatever the reason is, is just off. You replace them with Brogdon, you're not missing much. You're, it's and in the case of Smart, you're gaining. I yeah, I think it's an upgrade, and I think that's basically just I don't know. I think it's he's dinged up, and it's just he had such a year last year that this year was natural. He's going to come down. Um. <laughs> so, did you listen to the Bill Simmons podcast? And, like, I obviously we both watched the game. Marcus Smart was out for that whole point. Like, is that, do you think that was Missoula saying, like, listen, this, 
this is when the game mattered. We'll put Smart back in just to. I honestly like, kind of pad his ego. I didn't realize it because at the very end of the game, I did notice that it was like the. the he also rolled his ankle though. Yeah. I noticed the very end of the game was the starting group we anticipated the whole year. It was Smart, Brown, Tatum, Williams, and Horford. Yeah. So it was tough to like, I don't know. I think. But that that last run in the fourth quarter from like minute seven to minute two. I think they took advantage of knowing they were probably going to put Smart back in. They got to put him in when they were up 12 and it was basically Atlanta was hoisting threes. So I think they took advantage of like, we're going to play this death lineup right now and then close with Horford and. Yeah, I just hope it is a foreshadowing that Derek White is going to close. That's all I want. Yeah. I mean, everyone, that's what everyone wants. And I am at the point where I would take Brogdon. I'd go White, Brogdon, Smart. Yeah. I mean, I've t- I told you my dream lineup is Williams, Brown, Tatum, White, Brogdon. And that happened yeah. and they were nasty. Yeah. So And I feel like I feel like Horford against the uh, I don't know. I think Horford's still good. I just think he was I don't know, he hasn't been great. He was good in the first two games. They just weren't I don't were, think this is a series for him. He he can't keep up with the young. Well, Murray and and Young get by. Like it's nice to have Rob Williams in there to force floaters instead of getting them to the hoop. But I just wrote down Trey Young because the last two games it seems like they're let a little more of his bullshit happen. And yeah. we, it's funny because I feel like when you watch a series you always gravitate towards not liking someone. Like, there's just a guy that rubs you the wrong way. It's bound to happen. He is up there. He oh, is like, yeah. He is... There are just non, non-plays. He drives and he dishes it, but his arms go up or his head goes back. And it is just obnoxious. And I'm so glad they stopped calling it like they did in, like, 21 when his team made the Eastern Conference Finals, or, yeah, I think that's how far they went. Yeah, they did, because he was getting every call. Right, and I think but he the was, NBA... He was, he was, like, the leader of that, like, uh, driving to the, like, open layup, stop, and, like, lay it in and get fouled from behind. He yeah. was kind of, like, the driving force of that. Him this, and Harden. Yeah, I mean, Chris Paul, too, like, getting in front of someone and then jumping backwards yeah it's just i think especially game five but you look at his stats yesterday for game four and you're you'd be like wow he was on fire and you're like no it's still some of that bullshit the celtics were in the bonus with like seven minutes left or the hawks were in the bonus with seven minutes left in the third quarter it's obnoxious and Even I, his after the tatum foul that's when i was like god fucking when he he pulls tatum's arms down Yes. And Tatum, it's whatever. I'm all for a hard foul. All for it. But you put your hand up and you say, yeah, I did that. Yeah. He said I did. He, he's, yeah. And then he's on the bench and he's 
you know, the cameras are pointing at him. He's making all these faces. And I was just like, God, I fucking hate you. But I wrote it down. His. I was still kind of scared. Like when he drives and does that lob. Yeah. That they didn't stop for. I don't know. I would say two and a half quarters of the game. Mm -hmm. It made me feel like Bam last year in the Heat series. Where they're just like, yep, you're not stopping that mid-range. The jumper, like, right under the free throw line that he kept getting. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't get it. He's run. They run the same play. It's a pick. He drives. Horford comes over, and he lobs it to Clint Capella or whatever their big man's name is. Like, yeah. Or he just uh, does a float it. Floater. Mm. And I'm like, how how are we doing this? Yeah. And I don't, he's not good at, like, he is better at that. Dumbass, thirty-five foot three, then a, just a straight up set sh- three-point shot, wide open. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, Tatum took a end of the shot clock, wicked deep three, and hit it. And then Trey Young came down and hit a three from the white of the logo. And I was sitting in my living room, thinking to myself, he hit the shot, so you can't make this argument. But what a dumb shot. Yeah. If you miss that, how do your teammates and your coaches not think, what the fuck is happening? Why would you take that shot when they just hit a shot clock beating three, a desperation shot from Tatum? He didn't, he wouldn't want to take that shot normally. Uh, It's, I just don't, I don't think he's long for Atlanta because it's proven so far that they play better as a team when he's on the bench in these four games. But these past two games, when he's good, it's frustrating. Yeah, but it also coincides with getting some bullshit calls where he's flailing. Yeah. All right. Did you see uh, – are we about to move on? Yeah. Uh, DeJounte Murray suspended game five. Did he get suspended? I I know yeah. I saw him bump into the ref and say something. Yeah, suspended. Like got right so. up in there and, like, so that's it. checked him. That's it. It's over. Yeah. They're not winning. No. Tomorrow in Boston without Murray. No. Which is great because Joel Embiid is 50-50, Doc Rivers said, for game one. Saturday. So, Saturday probably. Jesus. Going with Fisher Cats, Tim. You're a busy guy. God damn. Probably 3.30. Probably 3.30. So Embiid and Giannis right now are both banged up, which my question to you is, starting to get a little excited? Oh, 100%. You're getting a little excited about that road in the east? Yeah. And, And just the car crash that is the Western playoffs, I'm like, I watched the first half of the Nuggets, and I was like, they're not. I mean, I I like the Nuggets, but they're not that good. Well, you, they're advanced when Jokic is Denver. Yeah, but yeah, that altitude. Um, when Jokic, real thing. Is, you've never been to Denver. Yeah, but you're inside. What? You're inside. They got air blowing. You're. It's not the same. They're, it's not pressurized. Outside. Yeah, sure it is. You've never been inside the stadium. 
I've been inside buildings in Denver and they're not pressurized. Not the basketball stadium. Tim, you're kidding, right? This I is, don't know. Is this a bit? Listen, I, I've I've been up in high altitudes. I don't back think up. Your deal. eyes are cut off. Come on, we're still on YouTube. Jesus. Um, but I'm just not scared of any team in the West. Huh. Like after watching them, when Jokic is off the floor, they are terrible. That's true. And with Giannis and Embiid hurt. You know, I'm not saying do this, but if Cornette gets in there and throws a couple elbows in the lower back of Embiid in game two, I'm not against it. Tim, they need you at the end of the bench. <laughs> special, special advisor to the elbow. I'm just saying. I'm feeling, I'm, I'm liking what's happening. One thing you do have to think of Depending on how dinged up Giannis is, depending on how things shake out, would Bucks you... still have to beat the Heat? Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm getting at. Wouldn't you kind of not love a matchup against the Knicks? I was talking about this at work. I don't want to play the Knicks or the Cavs. Well, the Cavs don't look great right now, but the Cavs play the Celtics well. Yeah, I mean, and the, the Knicks Cavs play are... the Celtics well. I don't. I think the Knicks are probably going to win this. One of the next three. That would. It just would be surprising if they didn't. Yeah. They're that. I don't know. They're just kind of built like the Celtics. They don't have like a huge tall guy like Giannis or Embiid who are going to try and get to the hoop and score all their points. I think if in a case with Embiid next round. He might average 38 points a game because they're going to say, all right, Maxie, all right, dinged up James Harden. Let's see it. Yeah. So the Knicks are a team. I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. I just that would not be an enjoyable series to watch. No, and it's just going to it would be an ugly. They're rough, which yeah. I like. Yeah. Plus, you know, oh, but... man, hectic fans. It would actually be like a cool atmosphere a cool... series, but. You know, and it's Boston, New York, bro. So it goes, it would be, that's, they can only see them in the conference finals. So Yeah, they're going to play Philly when they, in the next round. Yeah, I mean, you got to get through Philly. The Embiid injury. But this, the one thing that you could look at if the Celtics do make it to the championship and win, the, the story has already started. Embiid was hurt. Giannis was hurt. Like, for all yeah. you non YouTube watchers, I'm playing the world's smallest fiddle. You know what? I don't care about any of that. You, you play the you play the team you play. Do you think uh, Hakeem Olajuwon and Kenny Anderson and Clyde Drexler and the Rockets of 1994-95 want to hear that Michael Jordan was playing baseball? Actually, he did play in this in the playoffs in 95, but no, they don't care. They want back-to-back championships. Yeah. There we go. Well, Tim, we're not going to take a break because we're still searching for that next um, sponsor. So we're going to dive. What about room temp meats? Have you talked to him? Yeah. You know, I'm waiting for them to get off the ground. I don't know what their, what their uh, 
business plan looks like. I don't know if they have any money for uh, sponsorships. It's coming up. Stop looking at your phone. I want to say that. I'm not going to look up any. I don't even know where to look for before that. Before we get to the Patriots in the draft, yeah. Rodgers went to the Jets. Get the fuck out. Yeah, it happened today. Aaron Rodgers traded to the Jets. It happened. Shefty tweeted it. So when this afternoon? Hold on, let me. I'm looking it up. I mean, uh, I haven't looked at my phone in hours. Shefter. All right, let's see. Blue check mark. That's him. We have uh, Aaron Rodgers. Breaking news: The Jets get Aaron Rodgers, the number fifteen pick. Jesus and Christ. A 2023 fifth round pick. And the Packers get the 13th pick, a 2023 second round pick, and sixth round pick, a conditional 2024 second round pick that becomes a, a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the games. That's a bad trade for the Packers. Uh, yeah. What? One. What it will end up being two first rounders. I guess he's forty, but yeah. You mean it's a terrible? Why they have to? They why they give him the fifteenth pick? I don't know. I don't know why you had to trade a like swap first rounders this year if you were giving them your franchise quarterback. Wow, that's a bad. That's a bad trade. Well. The Bills are probably still the best team in the division. I don't know. Hmm. Tom, don't the know. Jets were good last year until Brees Hall got hurt, and they didn't have a fucking quarterback. So they they have a good, good. defense. They have a good defense. Mm-hmm. 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 Now they have Aaron Rodgers. They have decent wide receivers. Like, yeah, the Bills are still the best team, but they're the second best team. They just moved ahead of the Dolphins. Significantly, in my opinion. What about the Patriots? They are the fourth best team. You think fourth? You do you think the Dolphins are better? No, because Mush Brain is just not going to be able oh, to geez. he's not going to be able to get it up. Tim, pulling no punches. Spike, I mean, come on. Spike Kombucha. No, he should retire. He, he should. should retire. He, did you hear what he said recently? And it's like kind of like your priorities are not right. He said, I'm playing for my son so he can have memories of me playing. To what I would say, I You're bet he would, have... he would rather have memories of a nice long life with you. Or he would rather have you have a memory. Right. Which is probably, you know, slipping at this point. So that was the news, Tim. Also just saw Brian Burns broke his ankle and is having surgery. So maybe Bill Belichick can get him off the old injured scrap heap. They don't need an edge rusher, but he's good. Wow. I I can't. How did I not see? I, I mean, I didn't look at my phone. Well, I'll tell you, like... the, the never words Tim is following Adam Schefter. I don't know how you missed it. I haven't been on Twitter in months. Tim, this is the time Twitter needs you. Wow, that that was breaking news. Yeah, that was live. How do you feel? I'm a tad rattled that 
the Packers threw in their first round pick. I just don't get it. I I'm gonna need someone to explain that to me. And like the their the conditional pick, I don't understand. Sixty five percent of the games, like he's gonna play ten games. Is yeah. it this season? Yeah. No, oh, the pick will be next year. No, but I'm saying he has to play ten games this season, and he gets they get the Packers first round pick. The Packers get the Jets first round. Oh, sixty-five percent of the plays, Tim. The plays. I still think he's going to. I don't know. What I, the fuck does that mean? I don't know. I mean, sixty-five percent of the offensive snaps. He's gonna get that, uh, Tim. He's okay. the starting quarterback. Tim, I didn't make this trade. I don't. I don't know if that's for this year or for his time in New York. Well, that's but I'm conditional. Sure it's so just the, this year. So that. It will be yeah. a second round pick regardless. Yeah, but it's a first round pick. He's gonna play that. Yeah. But I guess that is the Packers betting on the Jets just not being good. Yeah, or you're just like, fuck it. Even if they make the playoffs, we have a second first round pick. Two for, I mean, you yeah, can that, get that's you can just get not... someone twenty something. Yeah, true. I mean, that's not the first three rounds of the NFL draft are like, yeah, real. It, you know, it's not NBA, but well, it's still. A I don't bad... know if you knew this. Best player ever was taken in the sixth round. I heard that. Oh, I did. Um, that's a bad trade. I, I don't. I mean. I guess Rogers had him bent over a barrel. He just was like, I'm playing for the Jets. So whatever. But yeah. that's why I don't get why the Packers didn't get more. I like, listen, he says he's playing for you. If not, who gives a fuck? He won't play for us. He won't play for you. He'll just yeah. sit on the bench. I don't know. I, who knows, Tim? But now the Packers don't have like, and no certain- players. They couldn't even get a single player nope it's all picks um yeah i'm with you i don't know why you had to give up number 15 if they had 13 and 15 in this draft you'd be like okay but not even yeah that uh that took that took uh the um excitement out of the real nfl segment was us just looking at mock drafts i I didn't take the excitement out we're fine up here I got four I want to talk about, and then I don't know if you looked at any, but here we go, Tim. I got a different thing for you first. Oh, okay. You're not ready for this. Okay. Oh, good. That's when I'm at my best. All right. So we're going to draft the top three people each. You can double draft. We'd want them to draft in the first round. Did that make sense? So just say our top three who we want them to take? Yeah, three. I'm not deep on drafts. Like I don't know who's good in the second and third round. No, no, no. With the no, with the number fourteen pick. Oh, okay. So first round only with the number fourteenth pick. I'll go first. Oh, sure. Yeah, go ahead. Smith Najigba, if he falls. Now this is realistic or who we want him to take. Obviously, it has to be semi-realistic. Like you can't say Bryce Young. Can't say Will Anderson. 
Well, I would I say, will allow that. Is it Jalen Carter? No, I'm going to say Paris Johnson. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I just think I don't, they haven't had a good wide. They haven't picked a good wide receiver ever outside of Troy Brown. Deion Branch. Chad Jackson, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think like he's going to be good and they just need a good wide receiver. But uh, number two, I because I don't think well, I do think Paris Johnson will be there, but I'm going Broderick Jones. All right. Well, here I'd say Smith and Jigba. All right. No, I had Paris Johnson at three or Darnell Wright. Yeah, I mean, I'd at this point just say uh, Broderick Jones because I we've both established it has to be a game-breaking wide receiver or a tackle. That's that's it. That's um, a lot of. Well, I guess we're gonna do the mocks, so we can talk about it then. Yeah. So Danny Kelly of the Ringer has Broderick Jones yep. as the pick. Which I saw that today, and I was like, "Oh, please, God, yes!" And then I go over to ESPN, and let me see—is this this is Matt Miller? Yeah, Matt Miller. Did you he, only do first rounds? Yeah. Okay. He has Paris Johnson going to the Patriots, so I think everyone's kind of on the same page here. PFF has Darnell Wright. Yeah, so, so does uh, Sports Illustrated. Yeah, and then Football Outsiders, which I enjoy their DVOA and their stats, says Brian Branch, defensive back, Alabama, which if he takes a Nick Saban defensive back, I... I don't know. I just, I I can't do it. Or even if he, he any defensive back, they're talking about that kid from Oregon or Tennessee... Like, no. Yeah, just come on. Everyone knows. And for God's sakes, just don't trade out of it. I'm all, I'm ready to be disappointed on Thursday. I'm ready. I'm going to drink some hard kombuchas. I'm going to be pissed that it's they're picking at fucking 10-15. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come across the thing. The Patriots have traded down or they drafted somebody from Canada. That was like really good at hockey. At, at hockey, <laughs> buddy the and goon. I, I'm just, I'm just fuck. I'm just ready to be disappointed. And all these tackles will be up there. <laughs> yeah. Skorn- Skornansky will fall, or however you say his name. He's gonna fall. All four of them. All four are gonna fall. Oh, and, and and Smith the jig was gonna fall, and they're gonna trade out of the pick. And I don't know. We might need a new TV. I might throw my remote through the TV. Instead of doing that, just give it to me, and I'll give you mine. It It is just... Actually, yours would just be too big in my living room. 10 more inches? Bigger... I can't um, handle 10 more inches. Just a couple things. Uh, I, the Mass Live, which, I mean, I don't even know where they're getting their information from. They're taking an edge defensive end. Who? Miles Ty- Murphy. Miles Murphy. Let's see where... Uh... I think he went to West Virginia uh, at 14. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Sports Illustrated has the number two second round pick being a tight end. They don't need a fucking tight end. Yeah. Um, they have their pass catching tight end. They have two of them. Two they have them. two white pat- pass catching tight ends. Bill Belichick has what he wants. Yeah. I just, I'm so scared for Thursday. <laughs> I I just no, am. I, yeah, I get it, but I just get the tackle. Just get a tackle. There are four. <laughs> There's four tackles aren't going to go in the first 13 picks. It's just not going to happen. If it oh, happens, four quarterbacks are going. If it happens, Tim will jump off the jetty Friday morning and we'll film it at Hampton Beach. Head first. And I'm looking for a rock. <laughs> Don't worry, though. He's got those kombuchas flowing through him. He's all. <laughs> what, what is it? What's in there? It's fermented. Uh, fermented fruit. Yeah. So it's just bacteria. Good stuff, though. Yeah. Good bacteria. Actually, it uh, must be good. Allie's drinking it. She's drank a couple of them and she's pregnant. So, you know, it's good. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah. I just. Yeah, it's I'm, just, I'm it's, this is the ultimate waiting game. There's no, like, we're not, we have no insiders. We have no insights. No. We're just two guys sitting here in praying, praying in they our, draft a tackle in our basement, in our office. And we're just hoping that they get someone to protect a uh, middle of the road quarterback. They draft one of these tackles. They're the number two team in the East. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be back on board. All right, Tim, that's all we got for uh, football again. Next week's going to be a wild episode. We are going to have possibly game one of the Eastern Conference semis and the draft recap because all seven rounds will have happened. So why don't you tell the people what we got for a food, food list today? We're doing something just to make everybody feel a little more comfortable. We're going to do uh, summer summer desserts that's coming up um, once I find my page. But, you know, you just need to get your mind out of the fact that they're going to trade out of the 14th pick. And <laughs> you just got to gotta get over it. So let's think of something positive. We got the summer coming. Do you think we can license Clint Black? Summer's cousin coming for this segment right now. Yeah, I, I, I know. Honestly, we have no money at stake. What's what's the worst? They're going to sue us. Bring it. Okay, I, I have an attorney. I do too. Same one. Um, I'm not happy with my fifth pick. Tim, why do you always start out like this? Yes, you are. But I went uh, fruit salad with uh, homemade whipped cream. Oh, a little light. Okay. What is this? Are you having breakfast? Jesus. No, but come on. You throw whipped cream on anything. It's delicious. Yeah, I mean, I'd eat it. Okay. All right. So I'm just going to keep going because you don't have, you're not going to expand on it. There's not no, much that's to it. expand. I wrote actually kind of close to the same vein. Mom strawberry blueberry whipped cream trifle. I think it's a trifle. Jesus Christ. So you gave me shit. Uh, what just uh, she throws a little shortcake in there? It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, 
That's great. It Don't is. Your... It is nice. All those I'm not a blueberry food. fan anymore due to the fact that I'm allergic. You're not um, allergic to blueberries. Do you? I've seen you drink Wachusett blueberry. Yeah. It's not. I'm not. The alcohol kills the blueberries. So. That's how that. Holy shit. I don't know, man. It happened so one no time. Blueberry in your fruit salad? No, it didn't. It happened from drinking Zapat. What is it? Los no. Generales? This was a different time. I was eating the blueberry yogurt. Boom. Rash. I was also taking a handful of pills. Um, one of those vitamin packs. Okay. And yeah, it's uh, the blueberries. You never had it before. You haven't had it since. And you stopped taking the vitamin pack. So I haven't eaten a blueberry yogurt since either. Let's let's try. Let's try an experiment. Kate has an EpiPen. Griff needs an EpiPen, so you have one on t- on hand. It's it's outdated. We learned that today. Tim, you want to know something? That's bullshit. They don't go bad. They don't go bad. Are you willing to risk that? I'm. He's also probably not allergic to eggs. He ate moose Listen, today, and I guess that's eggs moose? and whipped cream. Yeah. Oh, not the animal. No. Oh. Well, he ate peanut butter exact. mousse at dinner. Okay, that sounds good. I'd like to try some of that. All right, what do you got next? Uh, brownie Sunday. It's just the balls. Yeah. That's not on my list, but I'm I'm I'll eat. I'm probably gonna eat one this summer. No, it's I just I'm gonna be home and losing with a lot of lack of sleep. I'm just saying that bite where the ice cream's melted, hot hot fudge. Mm-hmm. I mean, a little warm brownie. In there. You like your yeah. you like your brownie warm? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. I'm not a pig. Yeah, I mean, right. they're just so fucking good. So, I agree. nobody's ever been mad after a brownie Sunday. No, uh, assholes, assholes have. Um, I don't have time for them. So, my next thing is, this has come about in my life uh, last couple of years. You probably couldn't eat it. Um, Another blueberry pie? No, it's a zucchini. Blueberry muffin. Allie you gave them. me shit about fruit salad. You're putting a muffin? Is this summer? What makes it summer? We go to Berry Good Farm here in Goffstown and get fresh blueberries. During, Shout out. This is like June. Early June. more local uh, people to sponsor us. I thought I'm gonna about it. To, I'm going to talk to Carriage Town next time I go. Okay. Do they understand I there... they have to give us money? You've given nope. them plenty of money. Maybe they'll give us like ten bucks a month. Okay, I'd I'd take that. <laughs> it's more too. than we've made. Um, maybe uh, they go in and they use the promo code, never worse, and they get a little off their meal. Anyway, the prices are already too good to be. But anyways, it's a zucchini from our garden. You grind it up. And then you make muffins. And they're your little poppers. That's what she has a little muffin tin. And they're little poppers. I Pop. love I love mini muffin Pop. everything. Anything that's mini, it's just kind of better. Because you you eat six of them. And you're like, yeah. oh, I ate a muffin. Yeah, I it's, love any, anything it's so mini. so good. Tim, let me tell you, right now, those couple two Tritos with an iced coffee in the morning, forget about it. Now you're now, having a day. That, now that sounds like you're eating breakfast. And this is a dessert list. Yeah, but I'll also eat them after I have dinner. All right, I'm just saying, you said you were going to have coffee. 
Yeah, I usually drink my coffee after I have breakfast, so it's like a dessert breakfast. Okay. Breakfast I'd like dessert. to try one. You'd like to Hope. try one? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, all Never. of a sudden you can eat. Folks, now he can eat blueberries. No, I can't eat raw blueberries. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you, I hate you. Okay, go. What's Cake your stuff. third? Cake stuff. Cake stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's just for nothing's those, hiding. Nothing for, is hiding. For those who um, don't know, our stuff. our I think that is a trifle. I think that's what it is with the chocolate cake and the pudding and the. M-Hams. I think that's a. I think that's cool. a. I think that's the Oxford name for it. This trifle, Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. Well, I live in the Urban Dictionary. Look up cake stuff. It's a picture of mom. <laughs> and that, that weird plastic thing she used to make it in. Yep. And behind her, a pan of chop suey that needs to be cleaned. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's just been soaking. Yeah, I'm just going to soak it. Um, <laughs> the stewed or, tomatoes are just Tim, everywhere. Tim comes out with some teeth from here to, to Hampton Beach. And he's like, Mom, I want a video game. I'll do I'll do the dishes for two weeks. Yeah, but then I'd look at that uh, chop suey pan and be like, I don't even know, Mom. I might need the game. two games. I don't I might need a PS3. Uh how long's that tomato been there? Is that from last week? All right. Uh my next thing is similar to my first, and it is just give me some sort of peach baked something and slap some ice cream on it. I don't care mm. if it's a cobbler. I don't care if it's a crisp. I don't care if it's just a pie. Just... A roll up. Like a turnover? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I'm saying if you put, if you combine sugar, peach, ice cream. Warm. Warm. Yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. fuck with that. I've never had it. I'm not a communist. Fuck. I've never had it, but I love peaches. Mm-hmm. I love ice cream, and obviously go. I love it anything baked. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Number two, I just want ice cream. Okay, solid. Top two flavors. Number one, chocolate. Number two, soft serve twist. That's it. I'm not getting anything else. So you mean like an ice cream cone? Because like we we did the ice cream debate. I would if I was gonna get chocolate i'd get it in a cup oh okay sure if i'm doing a soft serve what do you mean like you're going to a an establishment yeah you're in an ice cream stand you're getting eaten alive but you're enjoying yourself yeah all right my number two is strawberry shortcake i knew you were gonna have that on there yeah that's you know me so fucking good it's so good mommy make homemade whipped cream tim i'm interested to know what your number one is but i I'm excited, but I think okay. I know what it is. Okay. Well, before I say it, I'll let you guess. But give me your number one. The when the when you macerate, macerate, macerate the the strawberries, or you just basically dump sugar on them and let them get juicy. Yeah, I think that's how you make wine. No, I think yeah. yeast is involved. Yeah, but it's something in that process. You're George- fermenting. George You're made, fermenting. George made toilet wine once, and we drank it uh, in Aunt Salem apartment. And we were like, yeah, this is good. It tastes like juice. And it took forever for the food to get there. And then when we stood up to get the food, we almost fell over. 
He probably used sugar. Well, he's an engineer. All right, what's uh, your number one? S'mores. S'mores. Not on my list. I uh, kind of. So I'm confused. Uh, yeah. They're That's, just, it's yeah. just everything. Yeah, I, I've had s'mores. And the new recent, uh, I don't know when this started happening, where you put the peanut butter cup in there. Tim. Game changer. Tim, you introduced me to this woman that told us about it. I married just her. saying. Yeah, I for good her. reason. Good for good reason. Jeez. Anybody Jeez. that does that, we go to a, a we go to a cook, uh, fire, a whatever, a party, a cookout. She shows up with Reese's. Says, "Put that on your s'more." Yeah. And eat it. Yeah. So, folks, if you haven't been doing and this, s'more you... everything. That's more pie I used to make in Clinton. Slaps. Yeah, maybe it's gonna show up at your Memorial Day party. Maybe. All right. Tim, my number one is a classic ice cream cone. It's got to be. It's, I mean, I, mean I don't know what else you had on your list. So, possible. I, as you were saying, your top two flavors are chocolate and a twist. Mine, obviously, chocolate peanut butter is going to trump everything. Um, My recent number two is a s'more, like a fire fireside yeah. s'more flavored. Now, you know what I like? I don't know if you've experienced this. I think I talked about this in the ice cream episode. I had one that was like a graham cracker yeah. flavored ice cream. I remember you saying that. That was nice. I don't like s'more flavored ice cream. Tim, that's probably the biggest revelation we've ever had on the pod. I know. And I was going to build it up to say it, but I just can't do it. What is it? Because it's cold? I... No, I just like, I don't like the flavored like the marshmallow flavored vanilla or i mm, i guess mm. it would be marshmallow flavored ice cream well, um, but no it would be chunks of marshmallow no like i've had toasted marshmallow ice cream with oh sure sure chocolate sure, 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 graham sure, cracker sure, sure, i've had sure. graham cracker ice cream with chocolate and marshmallow and it just does not do it hmm. if it's not hot i don't want it okay it, that is one thing about you in the summer you just like hot stuff I mean, uh, we're going to do summer meals, and you're going to talk about soups and stews. Just I'm just going to reuse fists. my list from soups and, soups stews. and stews. <laughs> and just make them hotter. Uh, well, Tim, I think that's successful. If you have a, if you, for all our fans out there, you know, tweet at me. If you have a local Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Maine, Ice cream shop that has really good chocolate peanut butter ice cream. I'll drive there. I'm going to have some free time this summer. Well. All right. Just a quick broadcasting note. Um, I don't. Eventually, I'm just going to have to take like a couple weeks off. Uh, Tim and Jack might tr figure this stuff out. I don't know. But having a kid. So. We, we, we're going to keep going until we can't go for a little bit. That's that. That's we'll what we're get do. through the draft, everybody. So don't, you know, I mean, yeah, I'll probably have to go from the, from the delivery room. If it's after the draft, this was built on being a football podcast. So, well, I mean, if Ali has baby next week, if things have Happened sooner. Oh, I guess you're right in that window. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're right in that window, Tim. It's 
Yeah, you said May 12th, right? Yeah, we're ready to pop here. Fuck. Yeah. All right, Tim, you have a good night with your kombucha. All right. Bye. Bye.